Most people think that they are choosing between the good and the bad. In reality, they are choosing between being mediocre and becoming truly great. Welcome to the Next Action Podcast with your host, Brian Wallace. In 15 minutes, we'll help our guests catapult from their current situation to a path of greatness. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Such a pleasure to be here with my friend, Judy Fox. For those of you who do not know Judy, clearly you don't hang out on LinkedIn enough because she is an amazing video creator out there, and I can't believe you wouldn't have noticed her, especially with the fox rocks and the little fox emoji. So welcome to the show. Judy, how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me here. Absolutely. A pleasure. So... As you know, it's a 15-minute show, which seems kind of insane, but we like respecting the audience, and we think we can get right into it really fast. I think you and I have a good wavelength, so yes, it's like we're just going to go insane. So let's see if everybody can keep up. So Judy, tell me about what's going on with you lately. (laughs) Um, I am full-time entrepreneur. So as of September 12th, 2018, I went from... Um, full-time, you know, corporate positions, single mom to now being a full-time entrepreneur. That's fantastic. And (laughs) very proud of you. I know the last time we talked, um, back when we met in video marketing world, our first guest on the show, Michaela Alexis introduced us and that's how we got into the panel and how we got into this whole awesome conversation. I know you were kind of going back and forth with, Hey, should I stay with what I'm doing? Do this. And I'm very proud of you. That's a, a moment of time that you should be extremely proud of. It's probably scary as hell, but you jumped off the cliff and it was just like a little ledge in the parking lot, right? <laughs> I've definitely had some moments, but I have to say those moments are kind of tempered with this is not my first time doing this, but it is my first time. And, you know, it's my first time just being really out there on my own way more than I had ever been before, if that makes sense. Um, and in different circumstances, I have different um, life situation that I have to think about. So, yeah. So for you and I, and I'm sure a lot of people who are listening in, intentionality is so important in every move that we do. Mm-hmm. So so let's get into it. So what would you say is your ideal client? Who, is, who are you attracting right now? Who would you like to be attracting more? What really gets you up in the morning in that regard? Because I know it's not just about video for you. It's not just about having fun. It's not just about social and LinkedIn, but you're fantastic at sales, right? And that's a special dimension that not everybody has on the platform. A lot of people like to make noise, but this is different. So who does that really come down to for you? Well, I would say this is an area that, like you said, you're helping people level up. So this is an area where I, um, especially right when I first launched, I really struggled with. And I know you're supposed to have your ideal client analysis because if you can just niche into that person and know them, you will attract more people because you'll be speaking the language of the people that you need and want and they want you and you want them. And it's this like symbiotic, crazy tornado of activity. And at first you had, I had this feeling that I was going to pick the wrong person. I was going to pick the wrong ideal client. I have no idea why that was a fear or a scare. And I think a lot of people have it. They don't, they're afraid to pick this one client But what I started realizing is, why don't I pick a real human being that I love and that I actually enjoy working with? So I've picked one specific person that is alive and breathing, and I was finally able to sit down with them, and I'm starting to talk about what are your fears? What are your limits? What are your 
what do you want to get past? Who are you? How can I help you? Okay, now I'm going to do this for them. And I'm just doing as many things for them as I possibly can to get to that point that I know them inside and out and how to serve their needs. And then that's going to help me figure out to attract that same person over and over and over again. Well said. And I think definitely the more you can get human and real and authentic with people, those are the kind of people who will remember you forever. And it's such a powerful way to be. And something I want to dive into with what you said, I agree. Most people will tell you, you got to find the ideal client. And they're totally wrong. You need to find the ideal clients, plural. There are clusters of clients that you will attract, you and everyone, right? Um, Malcolm Gladwell talks about this a lot in The Art of Choice uh, and of all things, spaghetti sauce and food science. There's a whole oh, video yeah. about that. So there's, I think for you, there's going to be different varieties of spaghetti sauce that you have to go sell out there. So no doubt with a lot of your corporate experience, I'm sure you're killing it already with everything corporate. And then there's stuff now that you're seeing things from the other side of the table where you're going back to the entrepreneurial lifestyle. That's quite a bit different of a sale, right? Yeah. Like we were talking about the corporate space is something that I understand for 20 years. So it, it does resonate that I can work in that space. I can navigate it. I can um, move through it. I can do proposals. I can do, I can pitch. I can go into meetings. It just feels and it's natural, which that's awesome. But then we also talked about the fact that there is this pull and this drive inside of me that feels like that passion side maybe, or that something inside of me just won't quiet down that says, I have something to give that is either helping somebody that used to be like me, somebody that wants to take the steps that I've taken, some somebody I can help um, explode their platform, their voice, their calling, their passion, because that's something I can do. I can help other people level up. It's just a matter of figuring that out <laughs> and what that looks like. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's so rewarding too. So a huge corporation that's already making hundreds of millions or billions of dollars, they're already doing great, even if they never match you, right? I mean, sure, you can yeah. help them do all sorts of amazing stuff, but it never feels quite the same as that solopreneur starting out their basement. They've got nothing but a, an idea and the mortgage is coming due or whatever, right? And then you're just mm -hmm. going to explode their platform and they could take it to the next level, make it into a whole huge sustaining business, start hiring all sorts of people and just live a life that they never imagined. So mm -hmm. yeah, let's jump into that. I feel like a lot of people will give, again, advice that sounds like it has good intentions, but maybe they never really thought through it. So a lot of people will say, be laser focused. And certainly you and I are on the same page and we're also saying that. But in addition mm -hmm. to that, people, sometimes they'll give this advice where it's like, just be everywhere, post all over the place in social media. Here's the perfect time to do it. And like everyone just gets everything down to a formula and they forget how to lead with heart and emotion and vulnerability. And that's the key. That's what people tune in on. Why do they think they find... Why do you think anyone finds anybody like you or me or anybody like that interesting? I think that's really a key component of it. So rather than giving the advice of just broad strokes, go here, there, and everywhere, or just focus on the one thing, what are, I would say, some of the things that I think we could talk about here to really make a all fronts advance, I know, and we talked a little bit about this before, doing something like combining the pieces, unifying the parts, mm -hmm. one plus one plus one, right? It doesn't equal three. Yeah. 
So what if we talked about doing a book, doing a tour, having a road trip, doing LinkedIn locals, throwing some speaking in that, potentially masterminding courses to give people a taste of it, but not that everything is for free, right? I think we can really build a strategy where we're unifying some of these parts to just make something better. Yeah, I'm so excited because I was just like we were just saying, it's like, I have the ability, even though, you know, there's times that I don't have the ability to travel, there's also specific periods of time during the year where I can and I need and want, I'm just chomping at the bit to take advantage of the flexibility that I have. So I have six weeks this summer that like, I would love to have some of these like a book or mastermind or course mapped out ready to launch and go. And that way I also have the ability to meet up with so many of these amazing people like you that we've met in person, but I would love to meet so many more people in person pop-ups. What does that look like? Is it coffee shops working through co-working spaces and setting up some type of uh, across the U.S. kind of contract where I could just go co-working space to co-working space. That would be awesome. That would be amazing. I think you could do it. Between There's plenty of co-working spaces that are nationwide. So if you go to major mm-hmm. cities, check. I think that that's very <laughs> doable. I think that even not just that, right? Between clients, partners, friends on LinkedIn, LinkedIn local events, I'm sure that if – because if we're talking about the summer – you know, we haven't even yeah. reached 2019 yet. So there's enough time to plan this out to the team, right? You map could, it out on the US and yeah. draw some dots and pick some cities and then just go all in on telling people, here's the date range I'm here to hear. And I'm looking for um, sponsors to, or even if it wasn't sponsors, to host a workshop, something that is, you know, for let's say it's how many people, I don't even know, you know, I don't know. I don't want to limit the, the reach and the potential of what could, this could be. Right. And I think you would turn something on to the minds of people that they would not think is possible. If you told mm-hmm. the world that a single mom could just go on like, a, you know, a several week journey and do all of this. People are like, oh, come on. Like Nobody's ever going to believe that. But there's plenty of people who've overcome ridiculous amounts of adversity, different kinds of limitations that I think that would be tremendous. And I think you would even gain something out of that beyond the people who are kind of passively liking, maybe commenting, sharing videos, and even beyond the clients. I think that you would create such a sales base for yourself. And on top of that, right? I think the media would cover stuff like this. So just like our friend Chris Strub, who was on a couple shows ago where he went to all 50 states, he got a ton of media in every state that he stopped in. I think we would find this a really interesting local, regional, and national interest story. So if you had all of those things humming in unison and had all the products mm-hmm. ready, both the, the small products, the small touch points, the low dollar, and the larger kind of consulting and retainer things – along with speaking, along with a book and the mastermind, man. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine adding in a video team that I maybe team up with and they go with me and we film so much content? Can you imagine how much could get pushed out on YouTube, on 
potentially host a cop some have my podcast. I mean, it's crazy. Like it literally could be amazing. Yeah. And they wouldn't even have to come with you, right? Like you could just have like a baton rally of people helping you out in every city. I mean, that is true. Like, I could have people the freaking highway between X and Y, right? And maybe just fly mm-hmm. once in a while. We don't have to do this on zero dollars. So yeah, I would think that that's tremendously helpful. I'm not always such a fan of like watching every minute of the journey. I know we're supposed to chronicle everything. Oh no. That's I think it's more about. just like providing the value no. of like, for example, the conversations that we have, there's some so much gold in these moments. And you know it when you're meeting with people and you're talking and you don't feel like you're being filmed. There's these golden moments, and that's how I've noticed other people showing up at conferences when they have kind of like maybe a bit of an entourage or, you know, even just I'm just going off the cuff here, but that's kind of what I see. Absolutely. And you don't pay for the entourage. You're not a famous rapper, right? You build an entourage (laughs) based on how you're awesome on the internet and how you're awesome how awesome you are in person as well, right? You know how to turn up a crowd in a, an event, right? I saw you on stage <laughs> with me and you're just like, hey, everybody, like, just, I'm going to completely control your mind and you're just going to shout as loud as you can and all that. <laughs> and that's awesome, right? It's it's amazing. Yeah. A lot of people are not good at both sides of it. You have some people who are great internet people and some people who are great at the in-person face-to-face. Very few people I find are actually truly inspiring in both. But I, I think you've got this. And I mean, come on, like three months into that, you're killing it. So, <laughs> Well, I was going to say really quick that that, huh. that that concept of what you did when you were a child is the thing you do when you're an adult. If you can tap into that. And I would say as a child, I would gather people in the neighborhood for a kickball game, or I'd gather them to watch me put on a play that I scripted and created myself. So this is something that's in my DNA. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's amazing. And as we have a whole one minute to one minute <laughs> everything in the world, I know we tell talked- me all of your knowledge. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm running out of time. So I know we talked a little bit about limiting belief. Let's talk about that. Mm. Let's end it with that. That people have them. I'm just kidding. That it's subconscious and we don't even know that we have them. Right. But what's your limiting belief? I think it has been figuring out who my ideal client analysis is. And I think it came down to feeling like I was going to pick the wrong person. I think if anybody's ever been through heartbreak, anyone who's ever been through something tough, I think the other human beings in life sometimes hurt us and we can't help it. And it doesn't mean it's a relationship or anything. I know we have like 30 seconds, but I was afraid of picking the wrong person. And I think by picking one person and easing into it is really helped me. Fantastic. And folks, our vulnerabilities are our strengths. Never believe that you Mm -hmm. have to do anything but. So that's all the time we have. Thank you so, so much.